Welcome back to the Vendors Table, ladies and gentlemen. I'm MC Mede. Today we are joined by Shia from G Truly. G Truly Weddings, hello. Hi guys. <laughs> and Opayemi from IMT Events Management. Hey, hey. <laughs> How you guys doing? Good, yeah. good, good. Very well, good. thank you. Good, 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 good. Um, so I'd like to give you guys a chance to intro yourselves. What do you do in the wedding industry and why weddings? Okay, so should I? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hello, guys. Um, so my name is Shayo Adekoya. I'm the um, founder of G Truly Weddings. Um, we film weddings, basically wedding videography, wedding cinematography, and um, we basically just capture the entire day for the couples from start to finish, and um, just try to show the beauty of their wedding, you know, as as creatively as possible. So yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Great. So hi, everyone. My name is Okwemi Ogunide, and I. Um, uh, the CEO of IMT Event Management and we plan and coordinate weddings so all events but somehow we've managed to specialise in weddings over the last mm. eight years so yeah that's what we do for a long time running yeah do you both you both specialise in weddings um yes yes yeah. We, do. Yeah. we do yeah yeah it's the fun fun place to be <laughs> we're gonna start with wedding trivia Ooh. so I've got five questions here the only rule is you have to wait until the question is finished before you answer. Okay. But when the question is finished, just shout out the answer. You're okay. against each other. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, th- so there is a right answer. There's a right answer. Oh, okay. right, There's okay. an- one answer I've got oh, down okay. here. And you have to say that one answer. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. First question. In African culture, what is the name of the price paid to the bride's family? Bri- bride price. Dowry. Dowry. Ah! <laughs> okay. You weren't wrong. It yeah, is bad yeah, price, yeah, but the yeah. net answer had here, Dowry. Yeah. Course, course. One up. Next question. At a wedding, what is the name of the gift that is given to guests? Pampers. Souvenirs. No, no. Given to guests. Yeah. Favors. Yeah. Not to get action replay. Favors. 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 I think I heard that first. I think uh, look at you guys are getting feeders. There's no phone a friend here. There's no phone a friend. Um, who am I going to give that to? Okay, I'll give that one to Shah. I think I heard him say it first. On the replay, I'll check it if it's wrong. There's lots of favor that wrong. retreats. Yeah, so. he's like, you didn't know if a hamper. You're hampering your own. He wants a hamper for Christmas, that's why. He's still it's Christmas time, what can I say? What can I say? <laughs> Next question, all right, one, one. What is the name given to the table that consists of just the bride and the groom? Yeah, ooh, top table. No. High table. No. Table given to the bride and groom? Just the bride and groom. Bride and groom table. Wow! Oh, wedding professionals. Um, there's a name for this thing. Five. Four, oh, you. What's three, the first letter it starts S, with? Was it two, one? Stage. Hey, sweetheart table. Sweetheart, sweetheart table. table. Sweetheart table. Yeah. Top table. I've table, done so many. No, yeah, top table. Top table is different because it has. Um, either the family or yeah, the yeah, middle yeah, one, yeah, the best yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Ah! No, you are, know, le- are disgracing me today. It's really bad. So it's one, one, and and two, three questions down. Okay. Fourth question: What is the name of the document that details where furniture will be placed in the room? Oh, the floor plan. Yes. 
I mean, she's obviously I mean, the coordinator of the planet. So. <laughs> okay. I'll give you that one. Two, <laughs> two, one. Fourth question. Oh, fifth question. If we have a winner, if not, I'll throw another one in. What term describes a couple running off to get married? Oh, elope. Three, one. We take the win. IMT well, takes the win. Well. Yeah, yeah, well done. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> you, you hampered yourself. <laughs> All right, let's get into the discussion. So we're going we're gonna to talk over a couple of topics, but the first one I wanted to touch on was social media. So there's a lot of angles to do with social media, but let's talk about how couples or a lot of people will get the idea of what they want their wedding to look like from social media. And then want that delivered in a certain way. Maybe not necessarily having the same budget as those that delivered it in that way. How, how, how do we assist? How do we make it work? As a planner, obviously, and as a videographer as well, you, they might see, oh, I wanted that, that shot in that way. Um, but they might not even have the right venue to capture mm. that sort of shot. Mm. Or for a planner, logistically, they might want something that the way that they're looking to set up isn't feasible. So how do we try and make sure that clients are getting what they want, but also give them a bit of reality as well? Go for it, Cher. <laughs> so um, I think it's hard to say that, you know, for me as a videographer, for me to give the client what they want, mm. because the way it works is I, I say to my clients, like, whatever you give me, is what I will work with and then try to create something nice from it. Mm. You can't give me um, um, a watch that you bought from, let's say Primark, for example, or like a one pound store and want me to produce the same kind of quality as a Rolex, for example. Mm. You know, some of these stuff that they've seen on social media, a lot of money has been put into it. Yeah. And clients don't realise that, you know, you want something that look looks as good as that you have to fork out the money you want quality you have to fork out the money so for me i always say to myself okay i would always try whatever situation i'm in whether it's a low budget venue whether it's a low budget decor or whatever it might be mm. i will try and shoot that as well as possible but sometimes it still won't look like the grand yeah you know Meghan Markle kind of wedding <laughs> that was all on TV and everything because there's a different kind of budget for that yeah, kind of thing, you know so it's just for me to basically just do the best of what I'm given mm. and and try to make it look as beautiful as possible I had a client once you know she's spent quite a lot of money on her wedding and you know, she, she's someone who is like very, 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 very particular about time. And because her venue, you know, as expensive as it was, it didn't have um, a nice hotel close by for her to get ready. Mm. So that, you know, she could just leave her hotel, five, 10 minutes drive. She gets to the church, you know, bang on after the church reception kind of thing. They didn't have that. So she settled for Travelodge. Always travel lodge, she probably spent maybe like 50, 60, 70 pounds on the room compared to maybe spending 400, 500 pounds on a nice, you know, room. But we try to ensure that, okay, you, you obviously you spent a lot on your wedding and you're getting rid of that travel lodge. Like it doesn't really gel, it doesn't really match, you know? So the way I filmed that prep that day, you mm. would have no idea that it was travel lodge. 
Really? You would have no idea. Really? Every single thing that says Travelodge, you know, they have like this red, yeah. <laughs> white, some, some, so yeah. you would not you see it in the footage. You would not see it in the footage. You know, I think their walls are like a certain colour as well sometimes. Yeah. Like, you will not know. Like, and, and I even recorded like so close up to the bride. Mm. That you're not necessarily concentrating on what's happening around yeah. you. You're concentrating on He's that drawing the focus. that you're looking at. You know, so I guess, you know, for us, I mean, sometimes it's possible to do that, mm. you know, but other times it's just not possible. Yeah. You know, so it's my job to try to ensure that, you know, the day looks as beautiful as possible. You know, sometimes I even go the extra mile of, you know, if I feel as though, for example, like the color of the uplighters that I might have put up in the reception is not working for the decor. Mm. You know, I had a decorator once who said that, oh, the bride said that she just wanted it to look, you know, very forestry, you know, for the decor. <laughs> so the the decorator decided to, you know, obviously like have like green and white um, okay. decor, which looked really beautiful. But then that venue was the kind of venue whereby like they have like this really like, you know, like big, big uplighters. Like mm. they can make the whole wall like look a different color. Yeah. Like they can change it to blue and everywhere just looks blue. So she made everywhere also look green. <laughs> <laughs> So the uplighters was, <laughs> up was looking green. The deco was looking green and white. The stage was looking green. Everything was just green, green, green. And obviously as a, as, as black people, like it, it didn't look right. It mm. didn't look good at all. You know? So, you know, I just kind of like just carried in my head. I'm thinking, okay, like, you know, let me just carry on. And later on, I went up to the couple. I was like, guys, are you the one that requested that this uplighter should be green because it doesn't look well or it won't look well on your video? Yeah. You know, and they were like, oh no, they just said that the decorator should just make it look. So I was like, ah, okay, thank you. I do mind if I make a few changes. And they were like, no, they don't mind that. Whatever looks good for the video. Mm. In the end, I just told them to make those uplighters kind of like golden, like brownish okay. in color. And it just changed the whole dynamic, you know. Mm. Their skins popped out more. Obviously, black skin, you know, brown mm. and stuff. It popped out more. It wasn't looking all green. Because when the uplighters are looking green, it's light. So sometimes it's reflecting on us, you know, mm. it's reflecting on, you know, whoever might be in the room. And it just looked, it just looked terrible. It's, mm. It just didn't look right. But when we changed it to gold, everything made sense. The, even the decor itself made sense. Yeah. You know. Um, so sometimes, yeah, it's our job to basically try and ensure that it looks as good as it can possibly look, mm. you know? Um, so yeah. Okay. And plan aside? I, I think, um, it, it touches the planner a little bit, but not so much mm. as the creatives. I think one of the things we have to be mindful of is when someone's getting married, the first go-to is social media. That's their first go-to, except they already have a photographer in mind or a videographer in mind. Social media is where they will source a lot of their vendors. Mm. Um, and I think, yes, sometimes they they find things and their pocket, their pocket will not, you know, cover the costs for that. But also there are things that you see on social media. What they post on social media is the end result. Mm. You don't see everything else that happens prior to that. You don't see the relationships that are happening prior to yeah. that. You don't see the dynamics of vendors interacting with each other mm. that are happening prior to that. Um, so yes, it's great to go to social media to kind of source your vendors, look at the things that you like. One of the things that I like to do with my clients is I like to set their expectations. If they send me something, which is what a lot of people do, Pinterest, they, you know, pin it up on their board and it yeah. looks really nice. And they send me, you know, their Pinterest board and we have a talk. One of the first thing I say is, what's your budget? What's your overarching budget? 
and then let's break it down vendor mm. by vendor. So if, especially when it comes to social media, decor is really what is out there and videography and photography. If they say to me, oh, my decor budget is two grand, but what you're showing me is more like six, seven, eight. Mm. It's my responsibility as your planner to tell you mm. that that's not realistic. Right. And that also helps me as a planner where they say, oh, can you recommend vendors to us? I know that, OK, if your budget is 2K, I know the rec vendors that I will recommend. If your budget is 8K, I know the vendors that I will recommend. Mm. So it's absolutely fine to go to social media. It's just that be mindful that everything that you see on social media, that's just the output. There's yeah. a lot of work that goes behind it. Um, and also setting expectations getting clients to understand that some of the things that you see they cost a lot yeah and if you have the money absolutely fine but if you don't then let's figure something else out mm. does that make sense yeah for yeah? sure I mean, ah, weddings are not cheap in, the, no. in themselves mm, not anymore. um <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned it's gone out of my head now <laughs> you mentioned behind the scenes sorry yes. so behind the scenes mm -hmm. obviously there's a lot that if somebody was to look at somebody's wedding online, for example, you wouldn't even have a clue about what happened, the relationship between the vendors, the relationship between the vendors and the couple, the relationship between da da da. da. Yeah. Um. So, it's it's it's. I mean, there's how how do you work out who's a good relationship? Obviously, you can have calls with with vendors, mm -hmm. but is that really going to give you the insight that you need? How do you work out the relationships? I think for me, um, I'm in a privileged position when I'm planning someone's wedding because I'm walking through that process with you. Mm. So even if I'm not recommending vendors to you, when you choose your vendor, I am the first person that will find out about that vendor. And one of the things that I like to do is I like to, first of all, introduce myself to the vendor and then start to get to know them. And you'd be surprised how much you can know someone prior to the day mm. so there was one particular wedding um we had two meetings with the decorator and i could sense her personality in the sense of she was there for her own aesthetics mm. she was requiring the client to you know get a seamless dance floor that was 20 by 20 plus covering the stage in seamless this and this this that and the client would come off the phone with you know after that meeting and say to me i I don't see why I need to be paying this much money for this. Mm. And so I could already tell from the personality of the decorator that she was purely there for aesthetics. Mm. And so it was my responsibility to advise the client and say, okay, well, we know why she's behaving like this. Whatever it is that you can afford, fine. But if you can't make it very clear and don't mm. let her push you to the extent where after you get married, you're drinking Gary and eating it. <laughs> or even we, taking you don't, you don't want that, right? <laughs> and so I then... I then had to brief my team that on the day, this is the person that we're about to encounter. Okay. Right. And best believe on the day we encountered that personality. That right. So it's, you, you can tell a lot from people prior, but I think again, as the planner, I'm in a very privileged position. Whereas for example, Shia would come in on the day and he's meeting the decorator and then he's meeting the photographer. If you've never worked with them before, the photographer. Mm. And then on in the moment, you're having to manage mm. that relationship, right? And so, and also as the planner, you're managing not just your relationship with the vendors, but you're managing the vendors' relationships with each other, mm. right? And I think one of the most frictious, frictionless relationship you could have is uh, the decorator and the live band. 
Decker, DJ and live Decorator. band. Decorator. Huh? DJ and live band. One of the things I always say to my client is when we're planning, make sure sh- uh, make sure you try and pick a DJ or an uh live band that have worked together before. Mm. In that instance, it's great. Kind of like I say, try and find a photographer and a videographer that have worked yeah. well before. It just makes it so much easier. Decorator and live band, because live band don't show up first. Okay. The decorator's there and she's set up all her gear. And they can just right? move stuff. And then they've come and they've moved this. They've put their speaker here. They've done this and they've done that. And there's, oh. right? And again, these are things that nobody sees on social media. Mm. The, the couple don't know because they're getting dressed. The photographer and the videographers don't know because again, they're not physically in that space. Mm. And so it's managing those relationships in the moment as it's happening. Right? So, Interesting. yeah. I do you know, I've, I, I didn't actually know that. That, yeah. that was I mean I knew that when lab bands come they kind of just they they, they, just they require up, a lot of space, so lot of space yeah. sometimes they might move a table I didn't think that yeah decorators yeah. oh that's wild so like you said that's, that's the hardest relationship or the most the relationship with the most possibility for yeah yeah on the day yes okay but then yeah let's say at the reception yes but in the morning, there are other things that happen there. Yeah, because I, I, I would say the photographer and the videographer. Yeah, because yeah. you guys need yeah. to work. You guys are side by side. You're, you're basically the sometimes is, fighting for the same shots. Yeah. No? Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, you just have to ensure that whoever you're booking is someone who's professional. There you yeah. Go. You know, yeah. if Agreed. they're professional, there's no how, no how. They would know how to work Conduct themselves, mm. yeah. You know, it's, it's rare for me to work with a photographer who... Is like just trying to like get their own way, mm. especially if you mm. are also a respected vendor. Mm. You know, like if you're just someone that you know nobody knows. Where did you come from? <laughs> no one. You know, you just started this thing yesterday. You know. Um. So I guess for me, obviously, I've been doing G three weddings for quite a few years mm. now. So How long have you been doing? I would, um, probably like a good five, five years plus. You know, so like it's it's rare for me to have a photographer that will just come and just be acting like like who so it's like a mutual respect thing. Mm. You know, but I've worked at a booking once whereby, you know, it was a it was a white photographer. You know, and obviously which you know, you know, that I'm that I, I work well with white photographers as well, like that's not an issue. Mm. You know, but this particular photographer, like he didn't even he came into the room, you know, him and his team, they didn't even say hello. They saw me my camera, so they didn't even say hello, nothing. Just walked past, you know, came back in again, was just telling the brands that I was like, like it just it just wasn't so I was already getting like mm, a kind of vibe. vibe. So I now went out of my way. I was like, Oh yeah, you guys came, you didn't even say hello, you know, like hi, by the way, I'm G Tree Weddings, I'm a photographer, da 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 da. You know, and you know, and they were like, Yeah, oh, nice. So I was like, oh, Okay, maybe I misjudged them. Maybe that time <laughs> when they came in, maybe for whatever reason, yeah. some, you know, I was like, How come I misjudged this guys? But then as the day went on, you know, I started to see signs that, okay, these guys, they don't want to, you know, work, work with me, they just want to do their own thing. Mm. You know, then my second shooter came and said the same thing, and then my third shooter came and said the same thing. And these are, mm. I, I didn't have any conversation with them about mm. it or how I was feeling. You know, um, but obviously for me, it was just important for me to still handle it professionally. Yeah, yeah. And I think I noticed as well that with, with the way the interaction was with the couple, even the couple noticed, mm. you know, so it was one of them ones about, I kind of like let the photographer do his, do his thing. Mm. And I was like, okay, guys, I'm going to take the couple now and then blah, blah, blah. And they were like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And the couple had to like start apologizing. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> we didn't know that they were going to be like this. And yeah. from time when the couple noticed, you understand? Yeah. Like for me. I'm just like, okay, yeah, like, it's not just me, you okay. know? Even the couple noticed and they were just like, oh, please still get your 
your shorts please make sure it's important and i was like yeah don't worry like for me i'll ensure i get my stuff but i'm just i just don't want it to be any clash or anything like yeah. that you know yeah um but that's rare but it's 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 a typical thing that yes a photographer and a videographer can clash especially when yeah. they have different styles mm. as well you might have a photographer that loves flash they just love flash everything about what they do is flash <laughs> and a, that videographer might not like flash yeah. they might like natural lighting for example mm. and all of a sudden inside the video oh you just see <laughs> I said, <"Yeah>, red carpets <laughs> you understand and it's not it's not it's not always nice and I the thing is that for me like it doesn't affect me in any way mm. I will still take that footage still put it on my computer I still edit it as normal but I'm thinking about the couple mm. I'm thinking oh the couple just wanted like their tele television screen just flashing like mm. that you understand as if it's police light you know that police light <laughs> just, you, know, like, you understand like they'll just be seeing the thing flash 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 and it's yeah. not always great you know um, but yeah, clashes with photographer and videographers can can happen. Really, is that the only? Because obviously, not you. I guess you work with closely with every with every single vendor. Yeah, is that the closest? That's obviously that's the closest. Yeah, there's the Emmy and hairstylist as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, well. for sure. I think, and that's why I was saying there's a bunch of people in the afternoon yeah. in the reception, <laughs> and then there's the whole different dynamics in the morning. And I think one of the things that I like to do with my clients is uh, I say to them. Um, your who's your hairstylist or who's your makeup artist um if they've booked one and they haven't booked the other i say i would literally look through my portfolio and look at if i've worked with this person before who they who they worked with mm. can i recommend who they've worked with because in the morning it can it sets the tone for mm. a lot of the day and shayo can bear witness that when the photographers and the videographers come in they um they can sense what's happening in the environment already mm. and then it's they then feel it's their responsibility to kind of pick things up and make sure the bride's mm. having a good time yeah, and make sure she's smiling and they, have a good they do a pep talk a yeah they do a pep yeah, talk with her and all of that but in that in the morning when they're not there and it's the hairstylist and the makeup artist, it really sets the tone for the day. Um, one of the things that I do is when I'm drafting the morning schedule for the bride mm. and her ladies, everybody has a time slot for hair and makeup. Um, I hardly ever overlap hair and makeup artist. Again, because she's bending her head, they're turning her head, turning her head, they're mm. painting her face. It's not going to work. So the hairstylist goes first. Okay. And then the makeup artist comes after. And then it's during when the makeup artist is doing her bit, the, the creatives show up and they start shooting. Mm. But in the event where that's not possible, I will only overlap like an hour where the latter hour where the hairstylist is doing her bit, the makeup artist comes in to do her bit. Um, but again... It's really important. And so I speak to the maid of honor prior to the day. And I say, okay, this is the time these guys are supposed to be here. Mm. Um, if they're running late, they should let me know. They should let you know. However, I need you to keep speaking to the bride. No matter if, because if they start running late, especially if the bride is a perfectionist and the hairstylist starts running late or they, they show up late, it can really ruin the bride's mood. Mm. And so the, the maid of honor is there. It's her responsibility to make sure that the bride is okay, make sure she's, you know, she's okay mood wise and yeah. things are running okay. But again, it's really important that the preference is for the hairstylist and the makeup artist to have worked together before. Yeah. Because then they already have a relationship and mm. they can just work on the bride together. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Yeah. It's always interesting because obviously we, as MCs, we don't see anything that goes in the morning. Sometimes we don't mm. even see who the makeup artist or hairstylist yeah. are. That stuff is long since happened for us it's the dj mm. we have to we have to <laughs> hi 
If the relationship is not good with the MC and the DJ, we're finished. <laughs> we are finished. You just caught your mic as one person. Hi, honestly. Or, or nothing's happening. The same thing. You're about to introduce the bride and groom. The, the, the mic will just cut off. <laughs> I, luckily, I've never had I've never had any of those moments. Mm-hmm. We thank God. Um, let's touch on the the uncle videographers. The ones that come with their documentary style Lester, recording. Lester. <laughs> <laughs> How do we feel about them? You know the funny thing? It's actually not documentary style. The word they actually is not documentary is style not? at all. It's not, it's, 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 it's run and gone. They just carry that thing. You know? Um, the fact of the matter is, and I, and, I, and I say this all the time, everyone is trying to hustle. Do you understand? Mm. Like, who am I to look down on another person's hustle. Mm. Do you understand? Like really and truly, that's what it is like. For them, their clientele are the parents. Mm. The yeah. parents that want to, you know, sit down. Obviously the parents do half the time they sponsored some things in their mm. child's sure. wedding too. Yeah. You know, they probably put down 5K, 10K, you yeah. know. I feel like it's different. When they have done that, then yeah, they, they have more, more license. Yeah, they yeah, have they more license more to feel that way. Yes. But where they haven't, Eat, but, please exactly <laughs> but yeah go on you say yeah so i think for for these uncle videographers you know their clientele are the parents who want to sit down and you know watch a three hour four yeah. hours you know video you know um for me my thing is i don't understand it when a client has booked due to the weddings and then the parents of the clients then goes and book the uncle videographers. Some people think it's harmless. It's not harmless. Mm. Okay. It's not harmless yeah. at all. It's, um, it can, it can affect the quality of my work. Mm. And for me, that's an issue because I feel like, you know, my clients have paid thousands of pounds to book me. Why will I have someone come down that would now affect that job negatively mm. when I'm doing everything in my own power to even try to, you know, ensure that this thing is on point. Then I have someone that is just their presence there alone affects my quality negatively mm. you know so i say to clients look we deliver long videos okay some of our packages that we offer you you're 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 sitting now you're watching an hour and a half mm. sometimes you're watching two hours long videos you know it is rare and i, I mean I, I had it once this year so far but it is rare that the parents of my couple will complain about a video that i give to them mm. So you make sure to capture and include I them enough? I make sure to capture the parents. Because, so for me, I film weddings based on what I think is important to me as a client. Mm. So for example, there's no how I'm going to get married and I'm not going to see my mom in my video. Mm. No way. Yeah. When they say you may kiss the bride, I want to know what my mom was doing. Mm. I want to, when I'm doing my first dance, I want to know whether my mom was crying or whether she was smiling, or whether she was laughing, or whether she was covering her eyes. That I don't want to see all these rubbish. <laughs> that these that I do. You understand? So that's how I shoot weddings. Yeah. You know, because if if I'm a groom, you know, and I have my bride here, all I'm on that wedding day, I don't know what's happening with my guests. I don't know what's yeah. happening around them. Yeah. All I can see is probably the person on the mic, the the, the MC, yeah. mm. the person giving a speech, and that's all I'm concentrating on. Mm-hmm. What if? At that point in time, my brother's giving a speech and he said something emotional. My mom's crying. Mm. I At that point in time, I won't be able to see my mom crying. Do you understand? Yeah. But I want to see stuff like that in my video. Mm. So that's how I shoot weddings. There's no how that a parent will tell me that, oh, they didn't see themselves. Mm. I remember shooting a wedding once and um, the person giving the speech was, you know, addressing the groom, was addressing his mom. And I'm like, where's the mom? I want to record. I couldn't find a mom. Mm. 
the groom was addressing his dad. I couldn't find a dad. So I actually took it upon myself to start asking. I think I went to like the next to the I said, where's the groom's dad and mom? Like they know, they know where to be found. Because mm. you know, normally like they have like the VIP tables closest yeah. to yeah. they, The dad was at the back, at the back, back, back with his friend. Uh, okay. Just laughing with the friend, I'm like, ah, daddy, like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm thinking in my head. Just that, you know, the mom was somewhere else, yeah. you know, and I was just mm. like, you know, so it's a rare that, that the parents would have issues, and that's why, honestly, I feel like it's such a great selling point for me, mm. you know, that I can keep not just the clients happy, yeah. but the parents as well. Mm. But you know, I, I said it happened this year. So I, I I did have a client this year who, they got a long video, they got an hour and a half and everything. You can see the guests in there. But I don't know if the mom just like really, really wanted to see every single one of her guests, every single one, you know? And obviously for me, like I do record, you know, guests and stuff. And the, client, the clients didn't mind. They, the clients can clearly see their guests and their mm. shots. But I think the mom, particularly wanted to see every single person, especially on, you know, like the mom's side and stuff, yeah. you know? And I was like, like that's that, that's not a problem, but I wish you guys had told me, mm. you know, prior. You know, I'm happy to have that conversation with my clients. Like, okay, what are the most important things to you on your wedding day? Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. And if you had told me that, okay, like my mom or, she, you know, she's the type of person, she wants to see all our guests, I don't know that, okay, look, you capture every place. Just did it. You understand? <laughs> you know, but overall, obviously the clients love the work and stuff, yeah. but the 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 bride's mom was just like getting at her that look, I want to see more of my guests and blah 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 blah. Wow. You know? And that happened for the first time. So that was a surprise to me, mm. you know. Um, but it's rare. So when I see clients, um, parents book these extra video, I mean, there was a time when they booked a videographer. And for me, I like to know. So I, I would kind of like mm. ask you before your wedding day that, oh, look, am I expecting an extra paparazzi? Mm. Just know it can affect my work. Mm -hmm. So I let the clients know. Yeah. So this particular day, there was this uncle videographer that came and I don't know what kind of cameras that they use, but maybe they don't work well under like low lighting yeah. conditions and stuff. Yeah. But the funny thing was that the lighting in the room was actually fine. It wasn't dark, but this uncle still put this huge shiny light, no diffusion whatsoever on his camera. And it was shooting the opposite direction to where I was shooting. Mm. Right behind the bride's <laughs> head. Criminal. So guess what? Like, Completely. I can do without maybe not looking at the a priest. I can mm. do without maybe not looking at the groom. But the bride would always show in the video. Yeah. yeah. And right behind the bride's head is this light, white light. The room, the, the light in the room is a bit warmish, mm. you know, that's like the ambience of the room. But this blue light is shining right at my camera, super, super bright. And it's just not right. So even when, when the guy moves, all of a sudden my white balance is changing because it's not looking naturally. Yeah. It's looking a bit more blue than natural warmth. Mm. You understand? Like, so the whole thing, so then he will come close, he will shine his light on my subject. I will now adjust my white balance to his light. Mm. Then he now moves, goes another direction again. All of a sudden my white balance is wrong. It's looking too warm now. I have to make it look a bit cooler, mm. you know? So it just affects the whole thing, you know, negatively. It's not, it's not, it's, it's, it's just not great. Mm. You know, I've had a situation whereby the uncle videographer, you know, for whatever reason, he got to the DJ booth before me, maybe because I was still recording like the bride and groom together, kissing, lovey-dovey stuff or whatever. And he took the main plug that I was going to plug yeah. my audio into. Yeah. And I was like, can't I was be like, having that. we can't be having that. <laughs> I was like, so he, the main, the main uncle videographer wasn't there. Was his, his, um, doing photo and video at the same time. One camera for video on this hand, one camera for photo on this hand. Um, 
So he, it was a second guy that was there. And I was like, oh, good. Like, this is the main plug that I need to like use. Can you guys plug this thing somewhere? I was like, I don't like whatever. Just don't use the mm. main thing. And the guy was like, no, that's not my guy. You can't touch it. You can't touch it. I said, why? Where's yoga? I went to look for the yoga. I couldn't find the yoga. So I just went at that point. I took it out, you know, and I said, look, I'm, I've taken it out. I'm putting it here. I'm going to plug my one in mm. because we're about to start the reception. Mm. That's how the yoga now came, you know. And I said, look, why did I? So he now took mine out and plugged his back. So I said, Uncle, oh, why? But you know goodness. I'm the main videographer, all right? So why are you, why are you doing this? He said, well, he got there first. I was like, how does it oh, matter if you put there first? Like, <laughs> a race. I'm the main videographer. I should have first dibs first as dibs, to what yeah. I want to. Oh, you want to from the time when you're using the main, my quality of my sound is automatically reduced, affected yeah. mm. because you've decided to plug. And it's not like you're going to send me that audio after. Mm. You're probably not going to want to cooperate with me like that, you yeah. know? So in the end, what I did was because he wouldn't, he wasn't having it. He wasn't having it. And I felt, I would have felt some type of way going to meet the bride and groom. So I went to the mum. Okay, the one that booked him. The, the one that booked him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, mommy, a Joma. You know me, I can say Joma. <laughs> yes. So by the time, 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 you know, he's, he's affecting my work. I need him, I need to plug my audio into a certain port and he's plugged this stuff there, you know, please. And then the mom said that the guy should go and take it off and then he just looked for another place to plug it in, mm-hmm. you know. And then the funny thing was that after this now, later on, you know, and that's why I said, like, you have to respect everybody's hustle. Yeah. That second shooter guy, he came to me later and said, ah, uncle, ah, you have plenty of job. <laughs> <laughs> he said, sure man, Love if you have it. work, I can't do feed you. I can't do feed you if you want. Yeah, this is my card, this is my card. This is my Instagram. I said, ah, no problem, no problem. She said, thank you, give it to me, I'll follow you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and do you know the funny the thing about me? Is real. Mm-hmm. True, true. I was thinking of instances whereby, you know, I'm actually requiring his service. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I was thinking that, hmm, maybe I'll get one inquiry one time and I'll just be like, look, I can't do it. Let me refer this man to you because yeah. this is the kind of videographer that, this is the kind of video I'll give you five hours. Yeah. You're not easy. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> so I was actually thinking of that in my head that where can I, but anyway, if, if that, situation comes and I'll refer him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know? That's interesting. I would have thought after <laughs> yeah. that it would have been ah, the guy came, the guy on put himself just yeah. said ah. <laughs> I'm like, you have to have work here yeah, we're available. Yeah, we do this. <laughs> you can do video if you want photo too we can do photo. Um give me some give me some tips, some top tips for brides or people thinking about getting married or the process. What things they could should consider from a videography perspective and from a, I guess, general perspective as well. Mm. So have you. So I think one one of the first things I would recommend, and it's not because I'm a planner, but it's because there is value mm. in getting a planner or there is value in getting a coordinator. So I know that some people may not uh, be in a fini- financial position to get a planner to kind of walk through that process with mm. them from the beginning to the end. Um, and then some people are also very involved. They can plan and they can put things together themselves, which is absolutely fine. Yeah. But I think if you don't have a planner, invest in a coordinator mm. for your wedding. That's that's a that's a big deal. And I think other vendors will testify of the work that planners slash coordinators do, especially the coordinator on the day. Yeah. That makes crucial. the life of all the other vendors that little bit better. Little I bit. I second that. <laughs> right? I second that as well. 
Especially for coordinators, I definitely mm-hmm. second that. Honestly, yeah. now I I don't do weddings over a hundred people if there's not a coordinator. Cause I'm doing two jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can't do I basically can't fully focus on my job Yo. if there's not a coordinator. Yeah. Cause there's stuff that needs to happen mm-hmm. whilst I'm on stage that the coordinator needs to be running and organizing yep. and making sure that we're liaising and all yeah. I need to do is just catch an eye and be like, okay, cool, we're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, but I think I wanna I wanna just highlight for people the difference between a planner and a coordinator. Yeah. Because some people might not know. Might not know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So a planner is someone that um you hire to plan the day for you. Mm. So they will recommend vendors or source vendors, source venues. Um, they will say, you know, I have a great videographer. His name is Shio and he's G Truly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, they will literally walk through that process with you. So they will go to venue viewings with you. They might go to food tastings with you. Um, They will basically open up to you their wide range of vendors that can make your dreams come true for Mm. your wedding day. So that's what the planner would do. Um, And that's very high level. There are things they do behind the scenes that people are not privy to. So for example, um, they would be the ones speaking to all the vendors, working out timings, um, for example, if the photo- photographer and the videographer's uh, contract says 10 hours, they will draft a timeline based on that 10 hours. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So yeah. there are those things happen behind the scenes. That's what the planner would do. Um, I always say to my clients, I would not plan your wedding and not show up on the day. Mm. That's just our ethos. That's what IMT do. We will not plan your wedding and not show up on the day. And so the sh- when you when you plan, you just when I when we plan, we are coordinating. I feel like a majority of time that is that is the case. Yeah. As well. So it's in the package, and I make it very clear to my clients. So although the high level may say planning, mm. when you drill down, the coordination aspect is also there. Yeah. And what the coordination, uh, what the coordinator does is they show up on the day, mm. and they they kind of just pull everything together, mm. and they make sure the right vendors are showing up on time, doing what they need to do, um, setting up floor plan. That sometimes causes an issue when yeah. you don't put the right tables in the right places. Yeah, you see why she got that point instead yeah. of me. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the coordinator will liaise with the venue they talk to the venue about you know whose responsibility is what and what time do we need to shut off the music and what time do we need to be out things mm. like that the coordinator will do that um service of food especially if it's a really large wedding um and it's buffet style you know we'll work with the mc to make sure that you know everyone's served so that's and then again in the morning the coordinator should be with you in the morning kind of just making sure things tick along mm. you get to church on time the reception starts on time prompting the vendors to say okay we're about to start cocktails are you guys ready yeah. okay we're ready to serve dinner are you guys ready that's what the on the day coordinator does um and that so it's important to if you've planned to be there on the day to to pull it all together mm. so yeah those are the two main distinctions and you get clients who say oh you know i know who uh, we know who our vendors are. We've chosen all our vendors. Here's their contact number. Uh, coordinate. And and that's absolutely fine yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, tips from you on videography? Um, I was thinking about tips actually. Or it could um, be general as well. If there's anything that you so think. So I would say that um, number one tip is that um, try to ensure you book a videographer that the first letter of their name starts with a G. Do you understand? Oh, serious. Um, now, the only videographer I can think of is G Truly Weddings. So that's the number one tip. Make sure you book G Truly Weddings. 
If J Tree Weddings is not available on your wedding day, just don't have a videographer. I'm okay. Um, okay, it's being, being serious now. I think, okay, so the tip that I'll give to clients is um, ensure you have a conversation with your vendors. Don't just book <clears throat> based on social media. Mm. Don't just book based yeah. on Instagram stories. Yep. Don't just book based on um, what you've seen online. Mm actually have a conversation with your vendors i say this because um I, I i i won't lie a lot of my clients book me without a zoom call yeah mm. and i don't have a problem with that because <laughs> uh, it means less time yeah for the booking period or the booking phase you yeah. understand? it means less time yeah you know and i can spend that time obviously editing and all that kind of stuff you know great but not everyone is like me you know not everyone has the kind of energy that I have, mm. you know, not everyone has the kind of rapport or chemistry that I'm going to have with my clients. You know, a lot of people, they see me from my Instagram, they kind of like get a gist of my kind of vibe, mm. my kind of energy, and they want that on their wedding day. Great. You know, I'm happy to give you that, of course, you know. Um, but I always say like, have the, have have a conversation with your clients. For me, every time I'm going to a wedding and I feel like, oh, I've never, I've never spoken to this client. I always feel a slight I nerve. You. I, I always feel you. like a little bit nervous. I hear you. Like I can imagine, well, not for me anyway, but I can yeah. imagine them not having a conversation with, for example, the MC. Yeah, or, okay. or the creative prior definitely to the day. MC. Yeah, no, we, we have guys, to. We have yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, have that happened? It's happened where maybe I might have had a uh, the call conversation call with the bride and the groom. Uh, sorry, the bride and the groom wasn't there. Maybe. Oh, okay. Sometimes but that's still I'm all right. Day, yeah. yeah, but I've never. Done a wedding where You've I've not had, had no a contact. conversation. That, yeah. Nah. yeah, a lot of my weddings that I do, I've not met the client until wow. the wedding day. Really? Sometimes I don't even know how they look. I've never seen them on Instagram. I don't know. I just get there and I'm just like, oh, hi, hello, I'm taking weddings. Oh, thank you so much for booking me. Da -da 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 -da. Wow. You know, um, but I've never. You know, I, I I just get slightly nervous. You know, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I hear but that. then obviously. If we've obviously had that conversation before the wedding, you know, we've caught up and all that kind of stuff, you know, I, I think I think the rapport is a bit different, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying everybody should now be saying they want to do Zoom with me or please. Call him. If, Call if him. you just have, <laughs> if you have an Instagram, you love him. it and you're ready, um, that's great. But, you know, I always say if you're booking at least your videographer or your photographer, because they're going to be there with you throughout the whole day. Yeah. Your MUA mm. is just there for like, what, two, three hours in yep. the morning. Facts. Probably the same thing with your hairstylist if you don't mm. book them for the whole day, of course. But then your photographer is there from start. Like if 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 that photographer's attitude just makes you cringe, mm. you'll be feeling cringy throughout the whole day. Mm. You understand? They will be telling you to do poses. Just like, how oh, can I use this photographer? Why, <laughs> Why did we book this guy? You know. So have a conversation with them. See that you vibe with them. You have that rapport with them. And um, if you feel convicted in your spirit, hallelujah, pray yeah. about it. You know. <laughs> then please do go ahead and book and pay the deposit. <laughs> And if you want to bless my account for giving you such a great tip, I can put my source code and account number. Oh, stop. Yeah, don't worry. I'll send out. I'll send out the source code. <laughs> you like money too much, MC? His price has doubled, ah, this guy. What's come one say? What's come one say? Um, where can the people find you online? Um, so mine is just G3D Weddings on Instagram, um, G3D.com if you want to visit our website. And... Um, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. We're on YouTube as well. Yeah, I was about to say, on YouTube. That. Yeah, people don't really know about my YouTube. Yeah, it'd be nice I'm to see, private, see the full... You know. you but it's, it's public you YouTube though, yeah? on YouTube. It's, 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 it's a public YouTube, but okay. most of the videos up there are private, like, private, private listed. 
Ah, oh, right, okay. Fine, okay. Yeah, but right. it's just for something. But there's stuff, stuff on my website, though. There's stuff on my website. Okay, but it's kind of old now, but it's, it's so old, but is, you watch it and you think, wow, this is like so future proof. This is the sign to update, <laughs> yeah. update the website. Yeah, it's worked, though, isn't it? Yes, it's easy. <laughs> I, I, I prioritize editing my clients' work and get it to them on time. Good save. Good save. Useless. <laughs> where can people find you online? Yeah, we're on Instagram as well. IMT Event Management. I've, you know, obviously I've shot a lot of weddings, you know, mm. in my lifetime. Mm. A lot, a lot of weddings. Like, a lot. Yeah. And I've learned so much. Mm. And sometimes when I shoot a wedding, I'm just like, oh, like, if only this client knew mm. this, mm. you know, it would have. So, for example, typical example, you're getting married in what, like October, November sort of time. You know, it gets darker Dark, yeah. after like, what, 3 p.m. You have to plan your program in a way whereby, you know, you set, for example, your couple portraits. Couple portraits when the bride and groom go away with the bridal party and get all that fancy stuff, eye candy stuff that you see on Instagram. So you probably plan that for a lot earlier. So you won't, you won't book it, um, you won't budget it for like 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. You probably want to budget for like 1 because if you're running late, you have an hour's grace period. So yeah. then if it happens at 2 you still have between two and three to capture mm-hmm. your footage without it getting dark outside. Yeah. You know, if you plan it for 2.30 and you're 45 minutes late, you've missed it. Outside is gone. Yeah. One of the weddings that Shia and I worked on, the bride was very insistent. It wasn't a November wedding, but she was like, I want my face to look fresh. Mm. And we factored that into the, mm. the schedule and we mm. did all her pictures before we even went to do yeah. the registry. Makes and that was done. That was, that was, and that it was, was very different. That was very, very different. Perfectly. Yeah. It was perfect. perfect. Yeah. So. Really well. Wonderful. Mm. Wonderful. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for coming down. It's been a great convo. Thank you. Yeah. Who, do, who do we send the invoice to? Um, <laughs> <laughs> MC Midday. What happened to your truths? No, yeah, I'll send, I'll, I'll send now. you the details of where to send it. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a pleasure having you guys on. Thank you. Yeah, thanks down. for having us. It's um, another episode of the Vendors Table. Um, we will be on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And join us next time. All right. Boop.